Endeavor won the battle royal for WWE after what our own colleague David Faber reported last week was a, quote, hot and heavy auction. Under the terms of the deal, Endeavor will merge its UFC brand with the WWE, forming a new company that will eventually go public on the New York Stock Exchange. The transaction values the entity at some $21 billion, $12 billion for the UFC, $9.3 billion for the WWE. And that is a substantial premium over WWE's current $6.5 billion market cap. Now, after the deal closes, expected in the fourth quarter, Endeavor will hold a 51% controlling interest in the new enterprise, while existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% interest. So how exactly did these two parties end up as tag team partners? We asked Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel and WWE founder Vince McMahon during an exclusive interview on Sunday in Los Angeles, where the WWE was holding its two-day WrestleMania extravaganza. I mean, Ari, Endeavor was mentioned throughout this entire process. Yep. And now you're the last person standing. Why the WWE? He decided not to body slam me. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've brought together in a um, pure play the UFC and the WWE into a new publicly traded company. Um, it's very rare to get iconic brands like the UFC and the WWE uh, together. Um, together, I mean, individually, they're incredible assets. Together with the flywheel of Endeavor, which we've built, I think makes them unicorns. Let me say it another way. Go. This is the biggest thing Ari Emanuel and Vince McMahon have ever done. Yeah. Combining forces like this is there's nothing like this. There's never been anything like this. People have been talking about this for a long time. There were this a lot of other suitors. Sure, they here. were. You know, but Ari really the synergies. Everyone was was very interested in us, and, and I appreciate that. But the synergies that Ari brings totally different than everyone else. So the Saudis were said to be interested. Sure. Liberty yes. said to be interested. Mm -hmm. And others. Yes. And you had your pick. Yes. And Endeavor ends and up the place. Right. Well, you know the fun thing? We've known each other for 23 years. He, when I was a young agent, said, you know, why don't you represent us? It was an honor then. Throughout the pandemic, we got even closer. We sold the media rights. There's a lot of trust here. Um, but I think we built a flywheel that Vince realized the value and what we did with UFC, he could see what we could do with his assets. Um, and I, I'll just give him a little credit right here. You know, he saw cable when nobody saw cable and he built a national brand way back in the day when there were about 15 different promoters out there. He, he built an in-house sales force to sell the product that nobody had, pay-per-view took it public, and last but not least, I think, you know, five, six years ago, he went direct to consumer when none of us were thinking about direct to consumer. So us being in business with Vince, and now you're sitting there with a guy who's seen around the corner better than anybody in our space, and him being able to play with our flywheel, just look out. That said, many doubted we would ever see this day, that you would ever be willing to sell a controlling stake in right. your company. Right. You are the WWE, and the WWE is you. So why? Uh, it's, it, it's the right time. It's the right time to do the right thing. And it's the next evolution of WWE. I could probably do what Ari 
is right now with UFC. It'd take me 10 years, you know. By the time I would grab those 10 years, it'd be 10 years ahead of you. <laughs> so it's like, it makes all the sense in the world for all these synergies that we have you know, to extract all of the value we can out of the marketplace. I can't help but wonder, and I have to ask you, had the scandal not happened, right. would we be sitting here today? Absolutely. Why? Because it makes sense. You take, nothing's ever happened like this before. And again, I'm always looking what's best for our stockholders, what's best for the company. This is the best thing that's happened in a long, long time. All of the WrestleManias combined have been 39, including uh, tomorrow. Um, does it really equal to the magnitude of, of what we will do together? Did that event push you towards this day faster than you thought you'd ever be here? Um, no, it didn't really in and of itself, no. But uh, it's great that we can combine all of this news together at the same time. You know, I, I was talking to him when we didn't go public the first time. He and I started talking about we should be combined, right? I've, I've been, in bi I've been in business with him actually for 23 years, seeing what he's done, like I was in business with UFC for a long, long time. And so I always thought about this combination, especially with the Endeavor flywheel that we could add on to it and what that could become. And putting it into a new company as a pure play, um, uh, there's nothing like it out there. And then I also think it shines, a little, he, he gets value, which I don't think is captured presently in the nope. WWE. We don't get, I don't think we got pure value for the UFC combined. I think the market will understand it. And I do also think for the Endeavor shareholders, they'll have a different perspective on Endeavor and the remaining assets. Is this a good day for good Vince day. McMahon and it's the WWE? A, or is it, is it a great day? Is it a tough day as well? This, this company has been in your family for 70 years. Mm -hmm. Is it a tough day? No, it's a great day. You know, Things have to evolve, family, business, it all has to evolve for all the right reasons. And this is the right business decision. Thus far, it's the right family decision. What I thought was interesting, Ari, is that Vince is going to be the executive chairman yep. of the new company. Right. That implies that he is going to have a say. Well, I would have said the following. I would have body slammed him if he thought he was gonna leave. <laughs> um, because as I said to you before, Here's a man who has seen around the corners at every beat over the last 40 years of this business and has a vision for where this business, way before a lot of people see it. Him now being able to utilize what we have built in our flywheel, I'm the luckiest guy in the world because I got Vince McMahon, a visionary that sees around corners. I got Dana White and what we've built. That's pretty unstoppable. So you wanted him to stay? Oh my God, yes. Oh my God. Did he have to convince you to stay? Uh, not that much. Would you have been content? I love what I do. I've loved building WWE all my life. It's my passion. And to have an opportunity to have it grow like this from an exponential standpoint is like, can't be better than that. It's an interesting plot twist. <laughs> because not a lot of people saw this coming. In fact, your own CEO, Nick Khan, told our David Faber just back in February, quote, Vince has declared to the board, to me, to other upper management, he is 100% open to a transaction where he's not included in the company moving forward. Sure. You were ready to walk away? Absolutely. I wasn't going to let him. And let me see, we have a relationship for 23 years. There's a trust. There's a friendship. When you're going into business and going forward, I think that's important. I'm glad he chose us because it was a very competitive situation. Um, 
but for us it's an honor and also we're so lucky because of his vision about where the business is and where it's going. The deal values UFC, you mentioned some numbers, $12 billion and WWE at $9.3 billion. That's a big number. Well, here's what WWE's I, market cap is six and a half. Here's what I would say to you. Exactly why we did this, because I think we weren't getting the pure value. I don't think the WWE was no, getting we the pure value. Combined, it's, uh, it's rarefied air, the two of us. And I think the analysts will be able to do it. It's good for the shareholders of WWE and for the shareholders of, of Endeavor. And then when you look back, I don't believe that the Endeavor shareholders were getting pure play for the rest of the asset that we had. And I think for the first time, you now have the ability to do that in both situations. And that's a win-win, which is what Vince and I have always talked about. When I throw those kind of numbers out to you, I mean, the, the word on the street was that you wanted $9 billion. Mm -hmm. This values the WWE at 9.3. Right. So despite everything that's happened. I'm a visionary. Well, you hit the number. No. <laughs> yes, deservedly so. But here's what I would also say to you. We paid a fair price, um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, we paid a little bit for control premium. Um, with our cost cuts, their new deals coming up, which is right now, um, and um, our cost savings that we think we can extract from the business right now and grow the business with all of our levers, whether it be international sales, domestic, sponsorship, gambling, all the things that we do, um, I think it's right, right. I would also say to you is, when I bought IMG, everybody said I overpaid. It was actually one of the cheapest deals in sports. For sure, when I bought the UFC, everybody was like at 4.2 billion, they were like crazy. We've tripled uh, the EBITDA in that period of time. And now with this, this is gonna be UFC 2.0 um, as it relates to all the things in the flywheel that we can bring um, to them. And we have unbelievably attractive economics. The balance sheet's incredible. Our uh, debt ratio is less than three times. Our free cash flow conversion is unbelievable. So I think when people look at this business on a combined basis and also look at the remaining assets for both shareholder, it's incredible. Are you still as committed to deleveraging as you've told Wall Street that you are, you, you said at a conference about a month ago, we've taken the company from eight times levered to four times. Below I'd four sleep times. a lot more if we got it lower. You still committed to that? Well, right now in the new company, we'll be at, uh, I wanna, I'm, I wanna make sure I said below three, and at Endeavor, we'll be below three also times. So I think we're doing our job there. Why didn't Wall Street see this coming? I read a analyst notes which said Deutsche Bank we believe a WWE acquisition's off the table at this point. They thought maybe you were going to go in a different direction. What did Wall Street miss? Everything. You know, listen, I, I don't think people realize, one, that Vince saw what we built with the UFC. He knows what he wants to do with the WWE and take it to the next level. We had long conversations about it. We think this is right for both, um, both groups. I think they just missed the the value proposition and the flywheel effect on both of the companies. What happens if you guys disagree? Executive Chairman McMahon right. says, I think we should be doing this. CEO right. Emanuel says, no, I think we should be doing this and this is my show. What happens? Well, what happens there is we have a little contest in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are gonna say, he's not joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I outweigh Ari by 100 pounds. So I think that's the answer. But seriously, what happens if you guys disagree? Here's what we, here's what we said, right? 
Um, and I said it to him. If we disagree on something that we want to do, guess what? We're not doing it. Um, it's the relationship I have with Silver Lake. Um, I would never put that, and it's the relationship I have with Dana. Dana's got the say as it relates to the UFC. Vince, as it relates to the WWE, he's going to have the, he's going to have the say. We, we, we have nothing to do with the creative process. Um, that's Vince's and that's Dana's situation. All the back stuff, we're going to try and do what we do. I think that's what he wants. But if there's a disagreement, that's called a relationship. We will work it out. And that's how we have it. Well, let me make it clear. I thought you worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> On the creative side, Vince, do yeah. you plan to be as involved as you have in the past on the creative side? Um, yes and no. Uh, on a higher level, yes. Uh, and the weeds, which I always love to get in the weeds in the past, no, can't do that. What happens if Vince says, you know what, Mr. McMahon, the character, <laughs> Mr. McMahon decides dead. he wants to get back into the ring? You let him? His choice. Purely his choice. Purely. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Famous, okay. last All right. okay. All right. Famous last words. All right. Famous last words. 77. <laughs> I know we're, we're coming you know, towards the end of, uh, of our time, but the, the TV rights. Yeah. Um, where are we in the stage of renegotiating that, given where the economy is, given some of the concerns about the escalation in rights fees? Mm -hmm. How optimistic are you in renegotiating those fees? Well, the rights fees are now coming up. Um, here's what I would say to you. Is, have you started the, the talks yet? No. Um, they have not started the talks yet. Here's what I would say to you. Is, the number one show in cable is Raw, 1.8 million viewers, up 9% from the same period of time, 2022 to 2023. Even though everybody says cable's dying, Raw is up. SmackDown. Uh, I think it's 2.3 million viewers, uh, up 7%, same period, same period. And the unbelievable thing is the 18 to 49 demographic is the best in the business. And the rate card is way below market by a significant amount. Um, so when you think about those things, and in my opinion, and Vince and I talk about this, content's king. There's there's linear players, there's cable players, there's the SVOD players. Everybody wants the young demographic, the social. I mean, we're across the board, male, female, young, old, both assets. Um, I think they're going to get uh, a proper price. And the idea here is there's nothing like the two combined. It's live. That's really a key, is our events are live. People want to watch live. Yeah. One of the reasons why we are a success and continue to be a success and can fit in every, every, every medium, we can fit everywhere. Uh, and uh, in terms of social media and everything else, we, we fit everywhere. Before I let you go, I want to ask you specifically about how, I want to ask you about how you think about your legacy, given where you took this company, mm -hmm. what's happened in the last year, the regrets you may have as a result of all that, and how you think your legacy will and your story will be told. Well, let me just say that I've made mistakes, obviously, you know, both personally and professionally through my 50-year career. I've owned up to every single one of them and then moved on. I'm not sure you know, the legacy stuff, 
I'm not going to write it. So I don't know. Um, I want to say it's someone who had an extraordinary amount of fun, great passion for what they did, and wound up doing the biggest deal he's ever done in his life. You say you're not going to write your legacy, but you did make that deal that you get a multi-million dollar payout if the company gets sold and you control your IP. So in a sense, you are going to write your legacy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I just did. <laughs> you wrote it for me. What about that deal? People thought that was rather peculiar. Which deal? About the getting the payout if the company gets sold and then also uh, owning the rights to your intellectual property so that you can tell your story if you want to. Um, it is what it is. But let me just say my opinion, because we talked about this, I think that's fair. It is his legacy. He's the one we're coming together. He's the one that should control his legacy. It shouldn't be controlled by somebody else. And that's actually fair. A legacy, he's built 50 years. It shouldn't be held by anybody else. It should be held by him. That's the right thing to do. When do we get a name for the new company? We're working on it now, actually. Very soon. Very soon. And when do you expect it to go public, as you say, on the New York Stock Exchange? Hopefully in the next four to six months. So, depending on the government. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate so it very much. Thank you.